2: Hey, Jackie. <laughs> I'm
3: heading down the Atlanta highway. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Looking for a love getaway. Headed for the love getaway. I got me a car. It's as big as a whale. And we're headed on down to the love shack. I got me a Chrysler. It seats about 20, so hurry up. And bring your juke. Box Money. The Love
2: Jack. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we can't get, get together. I used to perform that song with your ex yes, so many times my on stage. Ex. <laughs> and yes.
3: And you know what? Oh, speaking of my exes, it is his birthday. Happy birthday, ex! You broke me and I'm better now. <laughs> Welcome oh, to page right, seven. Please. I have Love shack stuck in my head because yes, we are doing RuPaul research right now, but also Very, very special welcome to a one, the amazing, the bedazzled. Well, maybe not right now, but in spirit, Carolina Hidalgo. Welcome, welcome to page seven. Thank you for sitting
4: in for our beloved MJ. Yeah, thank you so much. This is I'm so excited. I told you guys this before. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it three times. I am very excited. I love this. This is this is amazing. Hey, do you want to talk about something that's different from what you do every day? Yes! Yes, Yes, I do so badly. Oh.
2: actually um, unfortunately for you we will just be spending this entire time asking you questions about the Beastie Boys uh, you will <laughs> Boys. not be talking about, talk about the Boys. anything other than what you always research <laughs> all day every day no but uh, uh, I guess we'll immediately say sh- that's a reference to No Dogs in Space the amazing music podcast that y'all been doing I think you just released part Six on the Beastie Boys? We just
4: finished. Damn. We're done. And Damn. I don't want to hear a Beastie awesome. Boys song for six months, we don't and, have but to bring I it up. love them. We
3: never have to bring but, it yo. up. We don't have to bring it up on the, on the program. I promise <laughs> you. I do want to just give a quick update on MJ. MJ is doing great. They are in recovery right now, and everything went well. And they are feeling the gender euphoria bliss at this moment, which is just... Amazing to see in real time. I can only imagine going from being terrified of a surgery into feeling this... Empowerment! Happy Pride! Yeah. And um, I'm so glad that we're not talking about the Beastie Boys today. Can
4: I throw it out there? I don't know anything about (laughs) them. But I guess
3: I should listen to No Dogs. Yeah, you learn everything. Although,
4: I have to admit, while I was doing all the research, I was a very boring person because someone would say, hey, what do you want for dinner? And i will be like, that reminds me of the time the Beastie Boys did this or that or the other. And I'm like, no! (laughs) No! I have lots of... Needs and wants and likes and, and all kinds of things. They, they, it it spreads everywhere. It's very vast. I promise. Yes. I can't even imagine.
3: That's why you know we're here to give you a platform. Where I were you wondering if you would be able to scream about high heeled Crocs or not? Speaking now of platform, don't worry, uh, we here can save you at page seven to talk about the stiletto Crocs. I have been I have been tagged in it so many times, and I love how much I've been tagged in it because. I am enraged. <laughs> Maybe they're very comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that they're comfortable?
2: It it see it is it feels. But it, I don't know. It kind of feels like a, a a long con at this point. It's like they're trying to offend me. They're trying to gain my ire. I will say this about the platform, Croc. I'm gonna give shout outs. The like Mario Plunger of a heel that it just makes it look so fucking goofy. Like, they couldn't even just give it a normal heel. They had to make goof it up a little bit. I don't even know what I would call that heel. I would, I would refer to it as, like, a sprocket. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like it's toad so in silly. the It's so silly. It's like such a goofy. I don't understand. Yeah, like a toad in That's the wet. That's all I know yeah. about the word Because we're music aficionados, Carolina, so we know what band's <laughs> names are, okay? And Toad in the Wet is one of them, okay?
4: I'm just sitting here really wholly impressed, so you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the croc heel—it just feels like a troll. It feels like the croc is the troll of the fashion industry in a lot of ways, and I'm starting to want to like switch teams to Team Croc just because I know what they're doing at this point, point. <laughs> and they're not going to fucking get me.
4: I love—I, I mean, I don't love it. It's not good, but it, I don't think it's bad. I think it's actually kind of fun and uh, watching the models go down the runway, I just fall into hysterics, you know? It's just so funny, <laughs> like, I don't, you could be like a brilliant scientist, and if you're wearing that, the whole time, I'll be just be like, fuck, come on. Let what the hell gods. is on your feet? And it, it's funny, it, I, mean, I, I dare people to, to, to try to make this a thing. I dare them to. I wanna see how far it goes.
2: Or it will be, well, you know what it is? It's, I'll say this right now, I'll say two words dad core okay it's a thing and i think that that this is how this is going to become popular like mom core is going to be popular as well you know what i mean Dadcore is huge. Look up dadcore. You got Justin Bieber dad it out. Why did I end up on dadcore? I don't even know now. I thought it was maybe for research for this. Yeah, see, Jackie? Yeah, honestly, You're defending Daddy, Jeff, dad got Daddy Jeff shows a little bit of dadcore energy. Very much. So I apologize. No,
3: my, my look of true disgust is because I looked up knee-high <laughs> Crocs, and there's this <laughs> Balenciaga Vibram five-finger high-toe ankle boots that they do high yield boots where the finger, you know remember the finger shoes where you put your the, the toe shoes. Oh yeah where your toes are individual. Hate this it. is twelve hundred dollar shoes that look like the high heeled Crocs, except that there's also the
2: toe the, toe, the toes. The toes yeah, on
3: it. And I um I I feel like I'm offended. <laughs> but then it's like
2: they did that purposely. To get the, you know what I mean? That's what they want. It's the internet winning, Jackie. It's toe Don't armor. let them win.
4: What about the toes? <laughs> about Usually it was always, <laughs> you know, toeless shoes or the shoes where your toes show, which is always the ugliest part of my body. And now they're putting armor over it <laughs> like it's like the Batmobile. I'm, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm never going to wear it, but. I mean, it does look kind of funny. Yeah. And I I honestly believe that in a million years, when everything is just withered away, those things for somehow still retain exist. It. <laughs> I know. If people will look <laughs> at it and be like, they wore this. Mm, they
3: are the you cockroaches of dead. our time. You know, they, Man, they can they're slip so under expensive. the door, they can get into your bed, and they can crawl inside of your ears. What? I'm very scared of issues. <laughs> I believe everything. Now, Olden brings up a really great point. Is that do we need to just give in? I'm getting a lot of croc love on the internet. And Carolina here at page 7, I don't want to speak for all of us, but I do want to say that I've been very against croc culture for a long time. And it's not because even that it just looks silly, but because I don't necessarily enjoy them. So I, I need to know, are you a pro crocker? And I also need you to know I'm not gonna
4: I'm not gonna kick
3: you off of the show.
4: <laughs> I, I am not, you know what? I'm neutral wow. in this sense because I I used to, you know, work with kids and they wore crocs everywhere. And it was it, mm. it, it it makes sense for it kids. Does. They they don't stain, right. they're comfortable. You you could lose them, whatever, you could pair them with another croc. It doesn't matter. It's so easy. But it does if you're an adult It kind of does feel a little goofy. and just I mean, whatever comes out of your mouth, I'm not going to pay attention. It's
2: the Croc family, right? (laughs) And that's why I I had a memory of a Croc family. I'm sure the children were named something like Cody and like Chesliana or whatever it is. But like it was a family of, of kids all had like that shaggy bowl cut. The parents looked annoying to everyone around them. They were all wearing like white Crocs with their giblets on them. And they just were wreaking such havoc on the airport that I was at that I just think I always now associate the shoe with a type of, um, you know what, a type of people I'm slowly becoming, right? Because I'm I'm about to be actually You're dad-core, so dad poor, right? it's and
3: ridiculous. I bet
2: you all get to the point where you're just, Croc is a tired person's shoe. Croc is a shoe for the exhausted human, you know what I mean? It is, it is barely a shoe, it might as well just be... You know, a, a milk carton fashioned into a boot. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's something that you just slip your foot into and forget about. You, you forget that you even have to put shoes on. You probably sleep, and those people sleep in their crocs. They just sleep in their Crocs and they roll up And They were like, "I wish I had a Croc for my whole body." You know what I mean? Uh, I wish I had a suit I could slip into. I
3: want Croc coffins.
2: I would. If <laughs> yeah, that's where, If
4: that's where we're going, great. with the
2: holes in them,
4: <laughs> with the
2: holes in them, that'll be perfect.
4: There won't be any mildew. Uh, just the water will just run through pretty good.
1: Uh, and then yeah. you can
3: really turn into mushrooms. I want one of those mushroom bags so bad. Honestly, I just kind of wish like. If I could just, like, if I lost a limb, I'm like, can you save it so I can put it into one of those mushroom coffin bags so I can turn the limb into mushrooms? Wow. Oh, my
2: God. Weed leaf crocs? That doesn't make any sense at that point. It's like, what even are you? Are you a weird dad or are you a hippie? <laughs> Oh, Anyways, no, I'm looking sorry, at this dad Sorry, looked up core. Jeff
3: is dad core. I'm yeah. marrying a dad yeah, core. Yeah, Jeff's so dad core, Yeah, well, core, so is Barack like, Obama. <laughs> so it's like I'm marrying a Barack,
2: okay? <laughs> it's like you're marrying the first black president of the United States so of America. So that makes it's exactly
3: like that. Everyone's constantly saying, Michelle? No, it's Jackie. <laughs> like, Thank you very much. It's the arms. <laughs> no, I could never wear the dresses that she wears. She's just
2: so beautiful. Do we have to talk about, I saw the fight. Do we have to yes, talk about it? Yes, we have to talk about it. We got
3: We have to talk about the fight.
2: You missed the most important part of the fight in your articles, which is obviously the fucking Pokemon card that he wore as a ne- diamond necklace. Okay, we need to talk that about that in this. there. We have
4: to talk okay. about <laughs> yes. That that is worse than a croc or two. Oh
1: yes,
3: and worse than all of this I put together can't. is just the idea that I, we are still talking about Logan Paul. I don't know if you've noticed, but I try to never bring up the son of a bitch <laughs> on this show because I don't like him. I don't like his platform. I don't like what he does. And yet, talk about the crocs of YouTube when it comes to cockroaches. <clears throat> I mean, Logan Paul is still on our lips and he just fought Floyd Mayweather. Yes. Now, there's, I think I know three things about Boxing. Okay, that is Mike Tyson. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Oh
4: my God, you're so close.
2: Evander Holyfield. Yes, that's, those that's are the three a, I know. Yes, the. Are, you said you know three things about boxing. I thought you were going to be like they have to wear gloves. Sure, sure, they sure, sure. Do sure. it in a ring. I don't they know, just know those three things. Days. Sometimes <laughs> they get up on the. Ropes
4: and they jump higher, and I don't know what they do, and it's scary. There's like seven movies about this called Rocky, <laughs> and you should really like do some. Yeah, if you get into it, and then you you start seeing how it is, it is really fun to watch, but not in person because I if once he dies see- he dies, right? Yes yes, yes, yes,
2: exactly. And if Rocky's any indication, it be it gradually becomes more and more ridiculous with every passing moment. it just As each movie comes out and each passing moment comes out, it just gradually becomes more and more an absurd mockery of the sport. And that is what's happened here. Uh, we, and I just want to say right now, we lose, we lost. The people I saw the boxing match with, we lost. We lose right now because we're talking about it. They win. They, all they all win. always win. This was an exhibition. I didn't even know this till the end. I thought at least they would declare a winner until the very end when someone was like, no, there's no winner. Because he didn't knock Logan Paul out. He was never gonna knock Logan Paul out. There's even very sus footage out there of like him, Holyfield literally holding Logan Paul up. I'm sorry, Merriweather Mer- Mer- was what I was, Pip. Pippin? You Is say that his Pippy? name? Is it a Lord of the Rings Pippy character? Meriwether? <laughs> <laughs> Floyd he's gonna come and beat you to death. Yep. You know what? Maybe he's not. If the millions of dollars are involved for both of us, then he'll probably let me live. Uh, because that's what he's in the game of doing right now. He has been retired for like four years or something, maybe longer. Uh, Logan Paul is being Logan Paul, uh, and the whole thing was a sham. The whole thing. So it was an exhibition match, which means there's no declared winner. So unless Floyd Mayweather had knocked Logan Paul out, which is what everyone wanted him to do, which is why so many people paid $50 what? to see this. Did you pay $50? And, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, Carolina. Including oh, no, no, our no. no. Friend Kissel, ben Kissel paid
3: $50 absolutely. to watch the podcast. Yeah, I, I, okay, I, I didn't fine. pay Fair. $50.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, that's, that's, fa- that's fine. And I made him give me $5 <laughs> after seeing it, just as a penance. You made money out of this angry. match,
4: Alden McNeely. You also contributed. Oh, you, you profited yes, off
2: this. Absolutely. We're all part of you the problem. You did this. <laughs> For me, it was about the friends I met along the way. I just want to hang out with Cena and Kissel and Ed and Henry and have a boy man's night and we did we were gruff with each other we were rough with each other did you guys
3: have knockouts
2: helped each other I'm sure yeah oh dude we were getting all we were so rowdy with each other I scratched Henry's ear at one point He kissed my knuckle at one point. Yeah, he grabbed my hand. He was like, "Yeah, you like that shit." And he kissed my knuckle really sensually. And I was just like, "What are we doing here? Why are we in the bathroom?"
3: Honestly, it's kind of nice. So (laughs) tender kiss, regardless. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it was beautiful. But I will say, we were the losers that night, and it was funny to watch. Because literally, like Cena, at one point, but was like, "If he doesn't get knocked out in this match, it's it's bad for humanity." You know what I mean? There was a lot riding on the match for those guys. I was literally the Whole time, I mean, for the most part, especially at the end, I was like, "We're the losers here. We bought, we we supported this shenaniganry, this nonsense." So they walked away with millions of dollars. I think the funniest part for me was just the Logan Paul had a hundred fifty thousand dollar Pokemon card in a diamond necklace encased in a diamond necklace that he wore into the ring, and afterwards he was like, "Now it's worth a million. <laughs> Now it's with a million dollars, God. and his brother the whole time was like, hey, "Look, and Paul won. Yeah, you saw it, right? Look, and Paul just beat Holy Mayweather. I keep wanting to call him Holyfield, so I'm really good at this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just like, he didn't. You fucking troll. This is all annoying. You're all annoying. Like every every you all need to go away. But instead, for some reason, I supported this, and that's where I'm at with it. I just smoked as much weed as I possibly could. Uh I tried to forget that I exist, much less the match. Um and that's kind of where we're at with late stage capitalism. Back to you, Jackie. <laughs> <I'm>
3: just so <laughs> disgusted. I'm so disgusted with this fucker and I can't, I'm mad that he was given millions of dollars to do this. I'm mad. You know what? Definitely give it to Floyd Mayweather. He was like, he straight up was like when people ask him like why would you want to do this? Why would you? He's like I'm retired and they're paying me millions of dollars to do it.
2: Yeah. Why the hell not? He literally said, I'm in. I'm not in the boxing business anymore, but I am in the business still of, of making, making tons of money. Which
4: That's sure. really what this is, right? The yeah. exhibition match? Yeah. It was, it's all entertainment. It's a cartoon. The, you know, the Beatbox and the Rocksteady just added at each other. Yes. And, and, but it costs a lot more money.
2: <laughs> Actually, Beatbox and Rocksteady worked together, Carolina. They were fighting against the Ninja Turtles and Splinter, but they worked for Shredder and they were companions. They would never oh. buy. But what is that last episode that
4: I'm making up? So I'm not wrong.
3: (laughs) I like it. But also how much money? Honestly, I feel like it wouldn't take much. What do they what do they eat? I only remember them as babies from the movie. So you like if I feel like if you know pizza. Do they also eat pizza? Is it all pro pizza? The Ninja Turtles I know love the Ninja pizza. Ninja Turtles love pizza, but what do Bebop and Rocksteady love?
2: Oh, human brains. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah,
4: I think they're more like gas station burrito people. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Or mutants, actually. They're mutants. Yeah. That's why you give them their
3: weight. In gas station burritos, and they will fight against each other. and I want
4: to watch them gnash and scratch. <laughs> I'll pay $100 yeah. for that. Yeah, there I'd Bebop you go. Or Rocksteady.
2: I'm, yeah, <laughs> for sure I'd fucking pay for that. How, what are their card. weapons? What do they
3: do against the Ninja Turtles?
2: Bebop or Rocksteady, well, it depends on what we're talking about. I mean, mostly they're just kind of like bruisers, essentially, just toughs. You know what I mean? They just they have punching hands. I had a Bebop or Rocksteady. Had a car that would shoot uh, pizzas, I believe, actually, at the turtles, which is weird because I think maybe that was a turtle thing. Trying to I will feed say, them? Uh, yeah,
3: it sounds like that. It sounds like kind of nice. It's like a food truck. It's like the beginning yeah. of a
2: food, truck. right? It's
3: like a meals Roxy,
2: on wheels. You know, oh my god, it's, it's meals so on wheels. Really, I
4: love Roxanne. They're, they're not good about. villains. <laughs> they're terrible. They're yeah, accidentally
2: yeah. helping. Yeah, they <laughs> ended. They thought they were taking down Manhattan. They ended up feeding a family. <laughs> so I don't really know what they were I thinking say there. God but God bless them. I remember Rocksteady has a machine gun, I believe, in the video game. I'm pretty sure I think they just have guns and fists and brass knucks, You know what I mean? I think that's Bebop's thing, brass. Well, nucks. at
3: least we know now what Steve Urkel would bring into the fight. And yeah. that is the motherfucking hog's leg dog. That was yeah, the hero bro. of the story, right?
4: Am He's I right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> he is yes. the hero. I know I didn't bring up the Pokemon card that Logan. Bleh, Logan Yuck was wearing. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call him. I'm very creative today.
2: It was a Charizard, and it's worth, again, $150,000. Oh,
3: is that the cute little one? Is that the cute little lizard? It's the
2: fire-breathing little red lizard guy. Well, I don't like Logan Yuck,
3: but I do love (laughs) Steve Urkel, and I was very, very shocked to see this commercial of Steve Urkel and Snoop Dogg selling weed. And I'm surprised that, I guess I don't understand like the licensing or like, the ads on a pay-per-view. And I guess that you can do something like this. But Holden, did you see this commercial when you were watching it?
2: No, I got there late. I tried to get there just in time for the fight because I could only be there for a little while because my, you know, ailing wife or whatever. So I just I chose to go for the hour that the fight would be uh, so I missed the I missed what was definitely the best part of the whole thing. It opened with the with the best part, which is just watching Steve Urkel and Snoop Dogg smoke weed. Together. Uh, and how dare the people in chat be like Urkel would like have called the cops on Snoop Dogg, whereas Urkel would have been the real weed boy. No, dude, Urkel's a Coke guy, Urkel's a weed guy, oh, nerds right. are weed guys, cool dudes are Coke guys. Okay, get it right.
4: That's actually actually correct. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. How did that happen? No, you're absolutely right. Urkel would have probably lost his mind and done and then like trashed the house by accident. Yeah. And been like, I ate an edible.
2: Yeah, came up with a new theory of relativity in the process. (laughs) That
4: was the one thing that I felt like they never got right with
3: Stefan or Kel, is that as smooth as he was, I feel like if Laura wasn't into it, he would have trapped her inside of that time-changey Magoober, and then I feel like he never would have let her out, because you're right, completely. You can't trust a Stefan or Kel. (laughs) What happens after they get used to you? I want to know, Stefan or Kel. (laughs) But I would smoke a lot of green with Urkel. And um, it was funny to listen to how his voice had changed, though, in all of the, what is it, 30 years? Yeah. Since Jaleel White played Stephen Urkel.
2: Has it Stephen changed? Urkel. I feel like he looks like he hasn't aged a day. Oh,
4: he hasn't aged a day, but I mean, his voice was his voice definitely a little
2: different. different. Yeah.
4: Well, it's always very weird because, uh, you know, he put on a voice during the, the show, the run of Family Matters. And I remember hearing him in like interviews because I was, I was, uh, I followed those stories Ooh. and interviews when Steve Urkel would be like, yes, next season, we're going to go to Disney world and stuff. And I remember he put on a voice, but so it still feels strange though. Right. It still feels like you should go back to that voice, that Steve Urkel voice, or like maybe if the delivery person's late, if you want to call them as Steve Urkel, how do you do that? Cause <laughs> I, I, I
2: imagine Ew. he he lives dual life. Did lives. I do that? Well, also, his voice has to be changing these smoking mad fucking weed puffs, bro. it's yep. so smart that he's <laughs>
3: hawking his own line of weed now. It's called the Purple Urkel. Perfect. And I have to find it.
2: Yes, we have to I, get I it.
3: don't, you know, it's like, you know what? I, I hunted down the Gaga Oreos, which tasted like regular Oreos. <laughs> I was fine with it. I, I got them. But now it is now my my dying wish that I find the purple Urkel greenery and I don't know how to get it. Can I
2: throw a, a little dying wish out there myself, Jackie? Oh, we're doing dying wishes yes. today? All right,
3: Carolina, start thinking. I'm
2: um, thinking. I want to bring back this, the the sitcom catchphrase. Did I do that? You gotta be souping me. You gotta be me. souping me. You've got, you know, don't have a cow, man. Cowabunga. Those are both from The Simpsons. No, no, well, I guess Cowabunga could also be attributed to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We used to have so many of these where you just say them out loud. You know, it's the death of the uh, water cooler and the the birth of the internet uh, chit chat. Right now, it's so deep. Now our sitcom catchphrases are TikTok memes. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not happening in this way, this unified way. I want the. I want that Urkel magic back, where you could just be sitting in the break room, right, contemplating how you would maybe possibly, you know. Uh, into life, if you have to keep working at this fucking job, this guy every day is like cracking a whip on you. Get back! You need to focus on the spreadsheets. you know what I mean, you're just like, I'll trade my wife in for a better life. Damn it! And you're thinking about how your kids <laughs> to fucking maybe you made a mistake in your twenties. You're waiting till your thirties to, to get, You know what I mean? You're, the whole thing's I happening
3: feel like at now. Is a really good time to say that Holden didn't have any coffee this morning, <laughs> <laughs> and I true. think that it really is going to show. I have that quit he drinking coffee,
2: coffee for the morning. I woke up. I didn't have enough time to get coffee and I had a lot of work to get done. So I, and I got a good night's sleep. So I powered through it. All I'm saying is while that's happening, <laughs> someone comes in and goes, Don't have a cow, man. And then for a brief second, you forget all you think about is Bart Simpson being funny, saying that line. You laugh with your buddy, and then you go, You know, um, uh, what was the Seinfeld one that uh, whatever you say like uh, you know
3: oh hello Newman <laughs> right there you go oh. yeah you say hello
2: Newman and they're like you got it wrong but you still laugh about it because you know what show you're referring see, to see
3: you're saying that we need more catchphrases but every time I say you all the weakest link goodbye I love that no one smiles
2: <laughs> I don't like you gotta be stupid me but I do like you are the weakest link goodbye that's a good one I think it's yeah. a great one <laughs> no
4: I, I love uh, I, I remember when I was a kid Bam was a big Big thing. Damn. a great one. Emeril Lagasse's bam, always bam this. And my, my dad t- took that for the next 20 yeah. years. Uh, long after it was long dead. <laughs> and he, keep, he w- kept going with that. So you know what? Sometimes it is fun. But I remember at the time groaning a lot. And now it's just, now I'm just waxing poetic on this, yeah. I guess. That's what it is. It's just about nostalgia. Like, let's go back to It's a Living. Yeah. I don't know who made that up. I, who did that? But I don't it's remember. A living. Can't trust your but doctor.
2: It's a you know what I mean? Or whatever it used to be, right? Sweet <laughs> <laughs> so Susie. Oh, or how about just the simplicity of this one? Whoa! (laughs) Oh, oh God, I wanted to lick him from hair
3: to down What is he up to these? Who is
2: the actor that played uh, Joey on Blossom?
3: The brothers from Brotherly Love.
2: Oh, okay, so they're still around.
0: Whoa! Yes, this is all coming back to me. Justin and So Good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?
1: Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets.
3: I want to say Joey Tribbiani, but that's just because I was looking at a list of catchphrases and there was also, you know, his, uh, how you doing? But we don't, we're not talking about friends right now. (laughs) Carolina, I've been getting mad because everything's been about the friends reunion and it's been making me mad even though I am a friends like I was a friends person for a long time. Um, And it still makes me mad. But the real question is, Carolina, do you have a dying wish that you need to, Put out there
4: today, other than BAM. Yeah, no, my, I guess my 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 dying wish, uh, and it, I guess it has to be something since Holden wants catchphrases to come back, so it has to be something, and then you get murdered by everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so it has to be something that annoys the whole world. I guess, in a sense, yeah. And oh, then sure. I just, <laughs> I just leave everyone completely inconvenienced. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that'd be great. <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> I think my uh, one of my favorite things, I. I honestly, and, and, and I'm down for this. I, I want to get rid of, my dying wish is like, let's just get rid of like sleeves. That's it. No sleeves, okay. like like sleeveless. I know I'm wearing sleeves right now, but this is, a, this is an anomaly. Ba- I, I like on, sleeveless Carolina, everything. Come on, Carolina, please. They are
2: barely sleeves, all right? Those are like, leaves they like you can't even put the s in the word <laughs>
4: you're right yeah these are the longest this is the most yes exactly it's I a am bit conservative of a it's a, cap today. It's a baby tee capsule <laughs> exactly and i'm down for that i i love sleeveless shirts i I'm, I'm down for that for some reason it just you moved you're comfortable you 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 can move your arms at any pace anywhere and i just want to bring that back 100% and i want it to be in a sense that if you want to wear sleeveless you can you can and you, and you can get seated at a fine dining restaurant, it, it should be allowed all over all classes and all societies. I think it should be just, just that's okay. If you're going to wear Crocs, you should, uh, might as well just go the whole right. route. I get it, man.
3: I used to rip off, I I said this many years ago, now that um, I'm not an alcoholic as much anymore, anytime I would buy a shirt with sleeves, whenever I would get drunk, I would drunkenly, and I would never remember, r- like cut off all the sleeves of all of my shirts, and then, but when you're living in New York, and then you know, October rolls around, and I'm like, nothing I have as like even my long sleeve shirts, I'd cut the sleeves off of it, and I'd just be so mad at drunk me that I'd try to hide my shirts so that I wouldn't cut the sleeves off of them, and um, I never, man, they could never hide for long.
4: Keep the sleeves. Put them back, Frankenstein your shirts back every October. Yes. Oh my God, that would be great. Like little zippers on the sleeves. Yeah, kind of like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. But instead it's your clothes. Yes. I'm down for that.
2: I just want to give a Joey Lawrence update. Uh, Joey from Blossom, he has been consistently acting in a lot of like, it looks like kind of lower budget television and film uh, for sure. And he also started a band. He's been doing music stuff for a while. And he was also on Dancing with the Stars Go for and him. made it to the finals. Oh, he made it third place! Wow. With wow. Stars. I miss his hair though. He's not the same without that. Oh my god, that hair. Uh, um, yeah, he took all of his hair off, which is great. Probably didn't want to be associated with the character. But he did a lot of music stuff, but yeah, it's all. He's just been consistently working, but nothing's been like. Huge since I guess brotherly love, so that's fun.
4: Yeah, didn't he try to go by like Joseph Probably, for a while? Yeah, didn't did he try to like do grown-up stuff? And he tried to do like a horror movie or something. And he was just like, now it's Joseph Lawrence. Now it's you know famous, well-to-do drama actor. This or summer, or something.
2: prepared to be terrified to a very bone in the movie Whoa, Whoa! <laughs> featuring Joey Lawrence. Whoa!
4: Yes. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I really think he did a horror movie and he probably did a, well, at least one well. <laughs> at the very least. I just
3: I got si- like a sidebar, sidetracked angry because I started looking at this um, list of catchphrases from movies. Oh. And they say that from The Lord of the Rings, the catchphrase is, You shall not pass. Yeah. Now, the thing. Is that the catchphrase? hundred percent. You shall not pass. Sure. Yeah, that's the catchphrase. Like,
2: that's the biggest one. Uh, uh keep it secret, keep it safe. I would say maybe be one of the other ones. Yes. Or I can't carry it. I can't carry it, but I, I, can, carry carry it, but
3: I can carry you. Yeah. That's the one I say constantly <laughs> inside of my brain.
2: But you shall not pass. I th- I think it's legit uh uh, tracks for Lord of the Rings catchphrases for sure.
3: There's just some of these that is making me that is just getting me because in the same way that they say that Silence of the Lambs, that the line, the catchphrase is with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. That's not a catchphrase. <laughs> <We're> not- <laughs> hello, Clarice! That's Should it small- be hello, Clarice? <laughs> I, right? Or it puts work. the
2: lotion on its skin. It, but yeah, yeah, I just. But fava beans and a nice Chianti. Okay, the reason why that one became what it is is actually probably more attributed to a phenomenal comedy, black comedy called Cable Guy.
4: Yeah. That's right. You're absolutely right. That is the origin of where the, it eventually it became cemented, a thing. And yeah. then everybody <laughs> did, you know, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Everyone did the, the that, that was the spoof of the decade. Yeah. I'm just so happy you brought up Cable Guy because
3: so on last good. week's um, Classy Night In, which we do i do over on the last podcast twitch stream every other wednesday with henry and eddie i told ed that he could tell a joke if he acted like jim carrey's version of hannibal lecter Uh in the cable guy remember when he puts the meat on his face yeah yeah and they had no idea what i was talking about i was like what from the cable guy
2: when he puts the meat on that's his on face. That's <laughs> on Ed. That's on Ed. That's on Ed. That's that's classic. No. That's I just that's, thought uh, it was like
3: burned that's into canon. my
2: brain. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cable guy's canon for human life. You have to watch it. You have to understand it. It's a part of things. Uh yeah, absolutely. I but you're this is killing me. Asta La Vista baby. It's a Tuma. We used to have so many catchphrases. Oh, it's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. It's sorry, sorry. a tuma. Boys have penises. Girls have vaginas. Oh, kindergarten cop. Can we talk about that for two <laughs> seconds? I still make that joke. I still do that. <laughs>
4: I have, I have to, you have to, you have to, I don't know how else, Marcus has been having like a, a, you know, bad headaches recently. So I'm just like, okay, I can't help myself. And he's just like, all right, you get like one. And I'm like, I get like five. You get <laughs> five. I'm sorry. You get yeah. at least five. Uh, so funny.
2: <laughs> and it's
4: not a Tuma, by the way. It's not, he, he it's got not a You gotta test. A tuma. Go it's not a tumor, And a then tuma. it made it worse and it exploded all over the house <laughs> when he got his results. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, and now sorry. He's I'll never now. be sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what someone should be sorry for is planting this nugget of a story back into my head that I didn't know that there was space for it, and yes, I'm referring to the set of Titanic.
2: Go with me on this, Ugh, guys. I was so I never knew about this story. This blew my mind, Jackie.
3: Yeah, this should be news. News. It should be. I think it, I I I I I'd like heard whisperings about it. And I was like, oh, that's probably fake. And you know, when you find yourself in a worm time and you start reading about things, you're like, why am I reading? And like, it cuts to 25 minutes later. I'm like, why am I still reading about the set of Titanic? I'm not doing anything with it right now. But sometimes you got to learn things for you, which is why I am sharing this story. Because I, I I always assumed it was a lie. And it is not a lie that on the set of the making of the movie Titanic, that there was Food given out from the, not from the caterer necessarily, I don't think that they are the ones that did it, that was laced with PCP and was given to lots of people, including extras, on the set of making the Titanic, and then everybody lost their fucking minds. So I'm reading through this. It is real. There was, it wasn't uh, at the time when Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio were on the set, so they didn't succumb to it
4: oh however can you imagine Bill Paxton got it right yeah because he was there yeah and poor Bill Paxton rest in peace of course I, I, yeah, he is dead, right? Okay, yes. Yeah, rest yeah. in I'll, peace. I'll break my heart, but
2: yes. But even and if he wasn't, wasn't dead, wasn't I hope the that, angel dust. I would hope that he'd be resting right now in a peaceful manner, even yes. if he was alive. I mean, we could all agree.
4: Yes, yeah. but and the one time he, I guess, accidentally dabbled in angel dust. Uh, Outside of, sort of the of set prank. of Big
3: Love, which I imagine he would have to be on because Big Love was beautiful <laughs> in it.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And it's so, I mean, the fact that it was the chowder, the fact that like, when it's something seafood-ish, yeah, like that is the last thing on, in your mind that first you don't first PCP think I've been drugged and PCP
2: yeah that's the part yeah right I agree it's so crazy that the ch- drug of choice is fucking PCP that because that is like I don't want anyone to have a good time like I definitely need this to be a bad experience for everyone involved and yeah that that definitely was amazing and then the other part that's amazing to me is just like the whole thing of it that they can't figure out who did it because he's such a fucking asshole to everybody who works She's for him. He's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> it's like a needle in a haystack trying to find the person that wanted to sabotage him <laughs> with the food. I mean, I, I guess obviously everybody who was on the PCP probably was ruled out as a suspect, but that still leaves hundreds or of
3: people. Or is it? I don't know. Because who knows? So If you guys know. One so person could it, be pretending. It could be. Or, I mean, and James Cameron is is a known asshole, in fact, down to the fact that he called her, what was it, Kate Ways a lot instead of Kate Winslet, which <laughs> yeah. really fucking ruined her yeah, for yeah, a very really yeah. long time. Um, also, sidebar, definitely start watching Mare of Easttown if you so haven't good. yet. Um, uh, uh, uh. But uh, what I wanted to say is that in reading through this, it brought back up, and I know I talked about it on a talk in TV when I had first watched it, but I watched it during quarantine, and it led to a lot of nightmares which is the Gaspar Noh movie, Climax, that came out a couple years ago that I watched at the beginning of quarantine. And talk about a movie that made me feel like I was in a cage. And Climax is also about a bunch of people that weren't aware, trapped in a place, and everyone is laced with LSD. And they don't know it until they fucking know it and then what it delves into and of course if you are familiar with Gaspar Noe um you uh, who did you know such silly fun movies as Irreversible and Enter the Void oh, you will yeah. know that it wasn't a fun experience but I will say I think it is a it is a psychological horror film that I still think about I think once a week I cannot get it out of my brain and watching everyone fall into and like what that like the rhythmic because it was all it was a it happened to a dance company so just imagining like they already feel connected to each other and then you're trapped in a building with each other trying to figure out what's going on and it's gaspar no it's very very upsetting only watch it if you are into psychological horror movies please it is very upsetting i cannot stress this enough But this story, the PCP story, made me think about it. And so then if you're watching Climax and you're thinking about the Set Like the cast of Titanic going through the same thing. I have been having nightmares
4: every night since I read this story.
2: Not counting like like a Spanish fly roofie situation. Have you guys ever been like that kind of dose?
4: I was recently sick. It wasn't any, there was no PCP in my food, but, (laughs) and I know I mentioned this really quick on No Dogs last week, but it was, I was uh, sickened (laughs) by eating something you know what it was? I'm not sure. I It's either the avocado or the quinoa. I got one of those bowls, <laughs> that fu- you, the fuel bowls that people get that's so, you know, whatever popular is that you get all that protein and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I ate one of those. And then I was up all night. And I was up all night with the worst food poisoning of my life. It was so bad. Oh, wow. And- And the thing the thing that made it worse was the fact that I didn't sleep the night before because I have insomnia. And so I thought, okay, well, I didn't sleep the night before. I'll just work all day and then I'll just go to bed early. Except unless you have food poisoning. Uh, And then that doesn't work. And then you're up all night. So then you're not gonna believe what happened, Jackie and Holly. You're not gonna believe this. And then I'm in the bathroom, I go to the bedroom, and I just collapse and fell asleep (gasps) from where I because I was so tired. And Marcus had to find the body he was so tragic <gasps> it was he was like he was like oh my god and like he you know I woke up within seconds and I was like oh sorry I fell asleep <laughs> I, I need to go to bed so he took me to bed and the whole time he, he oh. sta- and then he stayed up all night Thinking about, like, no one told me about this when it comes to marriage. You know, they always talk about the nagging and the how come you don't want to go see my parents. I want you to want to, all that stuff. But instead, (laughs) it's the one day I'm going to find the body. Yes! Someday he's gonna find the body. Yeah, that's a psychological horror movie already in my apartment. Oh, Carolina! But I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, so I'm, happy I'm Trying to come up through. with a uh, catchphrase, and she's okay. She's okay. She's okay. okay. <laughs> and then credits. Yeah, or
2: something. And that's in my my catchphrase is it's P C P.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Oops, it's P C
2: P in the chowder. No. <laughs>
0: Oopsie
4: I kind of like it. I I like it's a, it's terrible, but I love it. I love it. Yes, it's PCB in the chowder. Anytime you feel sick, you got a stomach ache. You know, you got a little gurgle or something. Guess it's, it's PCP in the chowder. In the chowder. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, just imagine how thick that chowder
3: is with PCP and cream. Yeah, I just don't even I
1: know. Have you guys ever I tried want- that? I don't
3: want.
4: Cream Has anyone with my tried it?
3: PCP? Yeah.
2: That's, oh. Oh yeah, that too. Like, and you feel all crazy, and you have all this. Goo in you. Oh. This I'm gonna just go ahead and say like fish come is what that yeah. looks like. You know what I mean?
3: I think that's fine to <laughs> say that. It truly and I love a chowder. I don't want PCP in my chowder. No. Um, it is kind of fun though as you get older and you experience more things of finding it. More things can make you sick. When I found out I got uh, when I got food poisoning from sprouts. If uh, bean sprouts are not refrigerated. They have to remain refrigerated until they are cooked, and if you are eating them raw, you have to keep them refrigerated, because they immediately start, um, they, like, soak up bacteria, or something, something, something. I got so sick. Um, and th- it's kind of fun to, like, learn about new things that can make you really fucking sick for a week, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I agree. Uh, I guess it's time for Celebrity Conspiracy. Uh-oh, looks like we don't have time to talk about City Slickers this week. Uh, Jackie, oops.
3: I wanted to talk about City Slickers this week. Happy 30th anniversary. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I have my finger on the pulse of culture, and that is the 30th anniversary of City Slickers this week. Happy anniversary. I was on another show last night, and everyone says it doesn't
4: hold up. But I think that they are liars. <laughs> I got to watch this movie. I definitely do. I, now I need to see it. You sold another person.
2: Great. It's on HBO I've never
4: seen it. I need to see this.
2: Also, Ellie Kemper, probably not a KKK princess. So just a follow up from last week. I
3: appreciated her her apology, I think, was one of the best apologies I've seen from a situation from a celebrity that seems like it actually came from the heart and was not only like, it's like, yes, you're right. I'm not a KKK person, but (laughs) I should be responsible to find out. The organizations that I attach myself to find out about their past, and 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 ignorance is no excuse. And I really, actually, like look up Ellie Kemper's apology. It yeah. really is. Um, it's a good apology. Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. the time she put into it.
2: Yeah, she's like, "Yo, here's the street beef. I am not a member of the KKK, but check this shit out. I'm still fucking liable on some bullshit. Yeah, right. And-
3: essentially." The, the hell yeah, good for her. <laughs> Absolutely, give us a conspiracy theory.
2: It's time for celebrity conspiracy. Hit me with the share.
4: Do you believe in mm-hmm. the idea? That
1: ah, <laughs> you did it. You, that's my Carolina. best
4: share impression. <laughs> I I love that song, but I can only sing it like from the jowl. Ooh, you want to hit us so, with a little jowly? Do you believe in love? <laughs> yes, <blues. laughs> something like that. Hit yeah, it. I don't know the words, but you know, the, I I feel like you have to do it like oh yeah, you got to make an O. Oh face when you do it. The soul is there. Yeah.
2: Is the musical Cats about a death cult? What? This one comes in from Victoria. Is the plot to Cats about cats who are in a death cult and they decide at the ball who to sacrifice? She then links a bustle article written by a person named Olivia Trufont Wong entitled Wait are the cats in cats in a cult? <gasps> Cats follows a community of abandoned or stray cats living in London called the Jellicle Cats. Once a year, they celebrate the Jellicle Ball, where cats who wish to ascend to the heavyside lair, a sort of cat heaven where they can be reborn into the life they desire, perform a song for Old Deuteronomy played by Judy Dinch, the Jellicle cat leader, who will then choose one cat to go to Heaviside. In other words, these cats are competing to die at the hands of their revered ancient leader, and this is somehow presented as hopeful? Watching cats, it's impossible not to wonder, what if a jellical isn't just a weird term for this strange group of cats, but the name of an actual cult? It all fits. The blind faith the mysterious unquestioned leader, the strange new vocabulary reaching heavyside lair, might as well be synonymous with going clear <laughs> and the strange ritualistic singing. But what is perhaps the most disturbing about all of this is that uh, many of these cats don't really have good reasons to die. Apparently, the heavy brainwashing doesn't also give them the ability to make any good ones up, and there's nothing worse than half-assed ambition. You have to want it. Take shanks the tap-dancing railway cat who performs a song about his satisfying life on the train and uses that as a reason he should be chosen to have a new life. He's young, nimble, for all intents and purposes, pretty jolly. Why does he crave the sweet release of death? It feels a little greedy to want another life when yours is already pretty decent. Whoa. Then there's for Jones, whose personality is basically that he loves to eat garbage. Sorry, dude, but loving trash isn't exactly a compelling argument for someone to give you another life. And that's nothing compared to the gall of Ginny and Dots.
3: Jenny, any Dots, you bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who is just lazy and therefore deserves another chance at life, I guess? For most of the Jellicle cats, their lives really aren't so bad. So why? Why do they want to be reborn so badly? And why do they need to participate in a talent show to achieve their goal? It's all for Deuteronomy's enjoyment, for her entertainment, and it's creepy as hell. None of these cats even know what Heaviside Lair is. There is no mention of what has happened to any previously chosen cats. No word from the great beyond. No confirmation of old Deuteronomy's claim that chosen cats were reborn. For all they know, the ancient cat could be killing the innocents and eating them. Or maybe she feeds off their life force. Maybe she lives for the kill, and these poor cats Whoa. are none the wiser. I regret to inform you that Cats is a movie about an annual ritualistic sacrifice, but alas, I must. Forget Midsummer. it is Cats that is the true horror film of 2019. Wow. Thank you, Victoria. Victoria and Olivia. Uh, at Boston. I'm going
4: to eat that word salad up right now. And, and I'm going to say, first of all, I've seen the musical on Broadway. And I can't believe that anyone was able to pay attention enough to know that there was a plot. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Second of all, I feel like in a way, in, a, in an objective way from someone who hasn't seen this movie, it kind of feels like we're blasting some sort of weird cat culture. And, and, and this is something like for Picard to deal with, you know, with the prime director. Is like, sh- I mean, like this is where how they this is what they believe. Who are we to judge the cat planet Whoa. or something? And like, what do we do? Whoa. Do we do we interfere or do or do we just stand back and like let them eat each other or whatever the business is going on? And when it comes to Busterfer
3: Jones and Jenny any dots. I say we let them die. (laughs) I hate Bustover Jones and I hate Jenny Annie Dots. I hate them, I hate them.
2: Can we give them some kind of a non-rebirth, like some kind of a nirvana enlightenment so that they never are reborn again? Because I would love for them to just go away.
3: Because also, um, Carolina, Bustover Jones is played by James Corden. Jenny Annie Dots is played by Rebel Wilson. This has nothing to do with them in real life. I'm just angry at them for portraying both of these. And you know what? To the person who wrote in about this conspiracy, you're right. And
4: I say, if they die, they die. (laughs) Right, guys? Circle back. It could make it for a more interesting movie. Like, I know I missed it. I know you guys went to go see it dressed as uh, dogs, I believe. Yes. And I was somehow out of town for that. Unfortunately, I missed that. No, it's not not unfortunately for
2: you. It's it's unfortunately for me. Yeah, it was for my birthday. And my birthday is hilariously, it's God's cruel joke. (laughs) that it's three days after Christmas and a few days before New Year's. So um, it might as well be called... No One Gives a Fuck's Day. Yeah, yeah, might I as well be we call no called it. Everyone's Out day. of Town's Day. So, mm-hmm. uh, but either way. It was so fun though, the group that we went
4: with. I know. Oh gosh. But I do, I, I've been wanting to see that movie like about once every couple months I look at Marcus and say, hey, do you want to have a couple Dude. drinks and watch Cats? And every time I met with a, Firm, no. So <laughs> you that need means more than I, that. I, I, I can't watch it alone. I feel like something will happen to no, me. No, it's on HBO, so HBO I need Max a partner.
3: So I, I would, I would recommend. Um, you need at least though. You need friends, and you need probably a bottle of sparkling wine.
2: At yes, at least. At least. But I don't know how to like jump into Marcus's head and convince him to it's fucking so watch fun. this. You can't movie. But he's unmovable. I, even he will. It. He will fucking love this thing it is such a train wreck it is so insane from the very beginning it is so funny on every level it's like you cannot and it's so good it's like the room you know you can't you can't write you can't like set out to write a comedy like cats no like you have to just make it yeah it just has to be this shit show from the beginning i can't (laughs)
3: wait though the second if you ever wheedle him down enough to watch it please let me know yes. because I can't wait to
4: hear. I'll put something in the chowder. Oh that's my God. That's something oh. in the chowder. Something that's in the, the only chowder. Way.
3: If you're listening yeah. to
4: this, don't tell Marcus. We <laughs> have to get him to
3: watch. It, okay?
2: <laughs> Yo, also, I feel like we didn't even talk about with the clam chowder situation where uh, did, did James Cameron not get stabbed in the face with a pencil by his AD? Yeah. Didn't that happen? Yes,
4: it was a pen. As yeah. a yes, a pen. It,
2: which, is, and, which, which is stronger. <laughs> and then I there was think. a conga line shortly after that. <laughs> That's oh, when yeah. I thought
4: it was made up. Yeah. That's what, I. I was like, surely that. Did, but then again, when things that you think are made up completely because they're so out there, the odds are they are probably a hundred percent true and not even exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> so. I, that's what I imagine. That they had their own prom in their mind. Sorry, I just had to. And I love. I it. just
2: had to circle back to that. Did I say circle? I meant urkel. Did I oh, do that? Yeah. Either way, <laughs> we're killing it today. We're killing it. We're killing a. <laughs> we're killing a. Uh, 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 I was gonna say something about a, another reference, but we didn't talk about killing anything today. No, did we I
3: didn't. do that? I'm, no, just dosing, <laughs> but try not to dose anyone unless they. Hasta uh, la yourself. vista,
0: baby.
3: Oh, uh, but also, it's time for
2: shoutouts! Shouts, Shout! Outs. shout, shout. shout. Let it all out. Okay. <laughs> These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on.
3: We've got some <laughs> amazing shout outs this week. And if you want a shout out or if you just want to hit us up and tell us hi, hit up page7podcast at gmail.com. I am starting out my shout outs today for Michelle. Michelle wants to send out a shout out for her sister and our. And Page 7 fan, Elizabeth. Elizabeth has a massive heart and is passionate about abolishing carceral punishment. Hell yeah. She just moved to Philadelphia from LA to begin her job search. I already miss her so, so much. One of our last great LA memories before the pandemic was seeing Jackie Alden and Jake and Natalie at the Regent Theater. Liz, I love you and I'm so excited to cheer you Hell on, yeah. even if it's from afar. We'll have to reunite for the next Page 7 podcast show. Damn straight you will. Sisters unite. <laughs> A shout-out from Joe to their wife Allie. Allie listens to your show all the time while studying for her professional engineer license, and she passed that exam process. I reckon at least 15% of the credit should go to you guys. So congrats on becoming partial professional engineers. Wow. What are we gonna builds first? A Building uh, out of crux, yeah, congratulations! Of crux. I'll tell you what, I'll give amazing. a yippie
2: yay motherfucker to you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do different lines. Come on, bring it back. I like you're right, you're right. Bring it them absolutely back. calls for some drinks, and scientists haven't figured out how to make white claws drink themselves, so I gotta go. Um, thank you so much, Joe and Allie, for listening, and I want to give another shout out to uh, Amanda who wrote in a beautiful, talking about, speaking of became obsessed with cats, found a Jellicle name generator, and named my whole family. They now think I'm mentally unstable, which I think is very fun. Um, But mostly, Amanda wanted to let us know that you've saved my sexual soul. I had a hard and drawn-out breakup. The relationship was longer than half of all of your lives, and I'm 40, during the beginning of COVID lockdown. I had over a year to come to terms with my body and self and seriously thought I would never share it with another person. But your open and non-judgmental love has seeped in. I, too, have decided to contribute to the fun summer activities that you all speak of. Streets, white, come! I have never (laughs) felt so in myself. Thanks, guys, and thank you so much, Amanda. The streets will run white
4: with come this summer. <laughs> Hell yeah, you got
2: it, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one does work. That, that one, one does, does. work. I'll give, I'll give him a point. You see, that's what you needed, guys, a referee. Yes. And here it oh, is. thank one you. One point for Holden. One
3: point for Holden. And <laughs> how many points will he get for this one? Victoria wrote in by saying, I want to start by saying I love the show and all of you so much, but let's get straight to business. To defeat... Fans. She didn't say that part. (laughs) My best friend Audrey's birthday was May thirty first, and I completely spaced the week before and didn't email you for a birthday shout out. Then I forgot the next week, and here we are now, pretty fucking late. But I figured I would still beg and plead for her. We met almost three years ago and bonded over our love for the LPN network. And I know a birthday shout out from you all would mean the world to her. She was there for me when I lost my mom last year, and is an art teacher at a special school for kids with severe disabilities, and has such a big heart. But she's also a messy Gemini queen who loves partying, drama, and gossip. I love her so much and want to be able to gift her this special shout-out. I hope she makes it to the show! We got you, baby, and happy birthday, Audrey! And I've got one other birthday shout-out for you all, and this comes in from Karen, who we know and love here on the show. Hi, Karen! And wants to give a beautiful love out to Felicity. I also know Felicity from her, so social media relationship and it is Felicity's birthday. Karen says, the only person who may love page seven even more than me is my beautiful and wonderful friend Felicity, who's celebrating a birthday on July 7th. And since she and I are international best friends and probably will never be actually able to celebrate in the same room together, the best gift I could hopefully give her is a shout out from her favorite podcast host. Felicity and I met through the LPN community because friendships formed based on following hashtags is a thing now, I guess. Anyway, we've never met as she lives in Australia, and I'm in the U.S., but her friendship is one of the most important ones in my life, and I literally don't know what I would do without her in my pocket every day. Felicity, I'm so, so grateful to know you. Happy, happy birthday for me and from the three coolest people we don't actually know.
4: Dynamite! <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's two points. And, uh, that is, you know, whoa, that's two points. That's two points. I mean, that's. I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, although it, it is an hour show, so I na-nu, mean, it's na-nu. pretty bad. Well, nanu nanu, <laughs> um, you just lost a point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nanu, Nanu, I've got to, I lied about it being the last of birthday shout outs. I want to give uh, one more shout out to Courtney's birthday. Happiest of birthdays from Carrie and the Page 7 crew. Courtney's one of my best friends in the entire world and my only other friend that listens to Page 7 and other LPN shows. So we have an extremely special bond full of wildly inappropriate inside jokes. Her birthday is June 13th, so I was hoping you could give her a big ol' happy birthday. And we've got another birthday coming up 30th, big 30th on June 12th. Yes Hey and hey, hey. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Lauren. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I've really conflicted feelings about this milestone birthday. Probably something to do with my mom being 29 until she turned 50. I don't know. However, you've all talked about your experiences with entering your 30s, and it's really helped me feel some positivity about entering this new decade of life. Thank you for being the amazing people that you are. I stun you! Lauren, it only gets better, I promise. It really is crazy. Until
4: you leave your 30s.
3: Until, yeah.
4: I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's be even better, it's even better. I don't know, <laughs> I hear
3: wild tale that our 40s are even better than her 30s and I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it and I'm excited for it.
4: Yeah, why not? I, 50s I the new 20, that's what everybody says. <laughs> oh my wait. God,
3: they killed Kitty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Yo. <laughs> Can you? He can
2: say that one still, right? Yeah, yeah. They I kill think the Katie. hey, hey, hey is the only one that uh, doesn't track oh, you anymore.
3: Can't. No, you can't do
2: that. Fat Albert is the guy yeah, is now. Yeah, you're, you're he back became, to zero points. He's the oh, worst uh, sex offender of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah no,
4: exactly. it, it's a constant uh, <laughs> ebb and flow here I that's love going on. Keep him on his
3: toes, <laughs> just like in those toe shoes, Ugh.
2: Crocs toe shoes, Ugh. bastards. Urkeling back <laughs> to the toe shoes. Go back now, y'all. What do we? What are we doing here? Is it time for the list? Yeah! Oh! Who's on the list? Sing it to Jackie.
3: me! Gotta have that list! 15 big movies that tortured their stars. Yeah, I think this started because of my worm time with- um, Because of the chowder? Because of the PCP.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was
3: yeah it was because of the PCP, and then I started reading about Shelley Duvall because if someone wrote in talking about a pop history that we should do on Shelley Duvall, and yes, we definitely should because um wow what an experience. But we're not talking about Shelley Duvall right now. We're talking about Scarlett Johansson in the Avengers because even the millions of dollars couldn't take away from the fact that she was so hot while shooting the Avengers, and I'm not talking about. Basically, I mean, temperature That the heat gave her hallucinations. The Avengers was shot in Albuquerque, New Mexico, not exactly a place known for its cool weather. For Jo wrapped as tight as she was in her tight, rubbery outfit, the heat got so intense that she started hallucinating while filming a fight scene. Maybe there's PCP
4: in the chowder. (laughs) I, I I see it. I I understand exactly where Scarlett Johansson's is coming from in the sense of that I remember the one time in Ozfest that I nearly blacked out. Oh. So I get it because I didn't have it, it, water enough water and too much Slipknot, Whoa. and that will I make you hallucinate. So slipknot. I get it. I I understand, and we should be blaming these movies. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs>
3: I don't know if you can do that one. <laughs> I, can I not do that I one. Know. I, don't I don't know, know. Do but I like <laughs> I like living on the edge in the same way that Arnold Schwarzenegger he lived on ah, the, the edge. The king
2: because, of the catchphrase,
3: yeah. Oh, it's in the mud.
2: That's his new catchphrase <laughs> it's in the
3: mud. because the fake mud. That he had to wear for the movie Predator. The pottery clay Arnold was covered with lowered his body temperature. Heat lamps dried the clay out and trying to drink the cold away made him drunk. (laughs) So he's under heat lamps that dried the clay out. So he gets drunk so that the cold wouldn't bother him anymore. But then he's drunk And then the only thing he could do was grab onto something to control the shivering while the camera was running. So what you're saying is that Arnold Schwarzenegger was laying there shivering and hammered during predator. I think he did a very good
4: job. Yeah. I mean, he had to bring down his body temperature because of, he would be found out. Yeah. So I imagine he's just hiding from the Predator. God. I get it. Yeah. I understand. That is the get conceit drunk.
2: of that, definitely that point in the film. Oh my God, Predator, right? Dude, so good. Talk about a class. Yeah. So good. And it doesn't really have a catchphrase. It doesn't, does Predator have a catchphrase? I'm gonna you eat idea?
4: you. Uh, if, if I bleed, I, I can get killed. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I, don't think, I don't think he said that. <laughs> I, don't, I think Arnold th- Schwarzenegger said that.
2: Uh, I just, I guess, the catchphrase for me is just the guy shooting those giant machine guns into the forest like for a way too long of a time. It's not really a phrase, but it's just the most iconic. Part <laughs> I mean, of that it movie is iconic.
4: Was that Carl we- Weathers? Yeah, that was Carl Weathers. And by the way,
2: Carl well, Weathers had man. to sneak into the gym in the morning and, so that he could avoid working out with everybody else because they were such aggressive testosterone fueled. Maniacs that they would like bully you into like lifting way too many weights, and then you would have to go into the jungle for the rest of the day and shoot under like the horrible heat with like all this gear on oh and stuff. My God. It was insane. Check out Wizard of the Bruisers episode on the Predator. That's
3: nuts.
2: Yeah, so so I love that this huge, jacked up, muscly guy had to like sneak into the gym to get his workout so in. because he made fun of? That's horrible. No, it was just more like, you can lift more than that. You can lift more than that, you baby girl, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, oh, I was just burst like, into tears. Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, John Cloud Van Damme was probably running away, crying like a little French
2: school Yeah, you know? uh, i remember French. I love French.
4: When Henry got a, uh,
3: Henry got a personal trainer before the wedding so they could lose weight and he's just oh like, he's like, yeah, he's constantly like screaming in his face like, oh, you want to eat rice? You want to eat some rice? It's like Henry's <laughs> trying to like bench. It's like, Jesus, that's hard. I'd go <laughs> I, would, I would just cry.
2: You would cry. do so bad with a personal trader of like a traditional one. Like you'd have to have such a unique one. That's like has a like a, a license in mental health. Yes, I need <laughs> therapist slash
1: yeah therapist trainer.
2: physical trainer. Yeah, it's like all right. As you lift, can you tell me about your mother uh-huh. again?
4: <laughs> and then he turns into a bartender. I imagine yeah. that would be yes. like the minute the sun sets, and then all of a sudden he puts down the bar, and then he's wiping down the glasses, and he's like, "Come have a seat." Let's talk
2: about. Must it. be a professional mixologist. Please. Yeah, in, in the, if you
4: are all of those. Evening things let me know i'll hire you as a personal
3: trainer i need it (laughs) but what malcolm mcdowell didn't need was these scratchy things in his eyes yes i'm talking about clockwork orange because i i would assume and it does make sense that malcolm mcdowell had his corneas painfully scratched During the scene that we all remember in Clockwork Orange, an anesthetic was applied to McDowell's eyes for the aversion therapy scenes. But as was usual with Kubrick, the shooting took forever and the effect wore off. He says, I was in such pain, I was banging my head against a wall. That, even just like watching the scene and knowing how crazy Kubrick is, really takes Clockwork Orange to a different level. I watched it Mm -hmm. not too long ago because I'm like, I'm going to watch this again. Yikes! Nothing, you very, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as scary as getting hanged for real, like Michael J. Fox did in Back to the Future Part 3. During one of the takes of the hanging scene, Fox missed his hand placement on the noose and was really strung up by his neck. He passed out and hanged there until someone noticed that the movie star was dying in front of everyone.
4: Um. Oh man, that's talk about a nightmare. Yeah. You you would be like, all right. I need a person who's just in charge of my life. I would. I imagine they probably had that. Imagine, or maybe they they incorporated that, especially after the crow incident and everything. Like it's like there's one person, not an intern, one professional person who's there to make sure you are alive and bring you water or or. To Scarlett Johansson or something. Yes. There's enough people in the world to do this. Yes. Because, oh my God. <laughs> I don't understand. In the same and way. He's such a sweetheart. I, I, I
3: just like all of this. I mean, I know that we've talked about this before whenever it's like, oh, acting is such a cushy job. There are oft times when acting is not a cushy job and when you have to go through a lot of insane bullshit. And of course, you get paid a lot of money to go through the insane bullshit. But that it's still, I don't know. There are definitely times of like, I don't know if there's enough money in the whole fucking world. Although I would do this like in The Hobbit, when the dwarves got covered in real fish. Ugh. No CGI or props in this scene. Those are actual fish with all the attendant smell and nastiness. The actor's got stinking juice everywhere and could barely breathe with such a load of fish on top of them. To make matters worse, one of them actually had a phobia of fish.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, that's but also awful. also think of
3: the costume that department sucks. having to deal with these costumes that I'm going to assume they would have to wear again since this is a journey story, or unless they made specific costumes for them to wear in this scene so that it could be covered in
4: fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I I hope they did because I was once in a low budget horror movie that never came out and they only had two shirts for me. (gasps) two shirts <laughs> and i couldn't and i couldn't do anything and, and by the end of the month i stunk and i was i just kept being like i'm sorry i showered every hour today oh, but there's, there's nothing nof- you and, can and do. then when you get blood uh, on you you can't even clean yourself and you're like uh, i have to there's flies on you because they <laughs> uh, <laughs> it i i looked dead which was the point y- Riley, but yes. i'm saying i think i think your own smell might be Almost as worse as a fish smell, because a yeah. fish smell will linger You're right. for a while. You're right. Like, it'll be, it'll seep into your pores and everything. You're going to have to sit in a sauna for, like, a day. <laughs> yeah, sweat
3: out that fish smell, and Yeah, you, uh, just like we're going to sweat out our blind items. Oh. oh, I think I'm going! Mind items! Ah! We can't <laughs> see, them. see them! Fuck! I can't use it! Alright, i All not You're killing it, Carolina! You're, You're doing an amazing
4: it. job. <laughs> You're
3: killing one, it. One
2: Carolina hold in zero. It's yeah. good, yeah, it's a tight yeah. race. It's a race. Yeah. You got some slaying <laughs> to do, Carolina. Oh whoa! <laughs> that threatens Damn it. domestic Close violence. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I only have a couple, by the way, today. Which uh, we're running along anyway, so that's good. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, I was I, I was like short on blinds. I think there was just a lot of cocaine happening after a boxing match this ha- that happened this week. What a
3: lot of what blow after the yeah. Logan Paul? I fight?
2: feel like we we did need to continue to talk about the fight. So there was just a bunch of like worthless blinds about that. But anywho, these are some fun blinds. Starting with this blind. I hope you think it's fine. This foreign-born former back in the day A-plus list singer in a group has totally transformed himself. He lost a ton of weight, got new teeth, got some work done to his eyes and face and no one would recognize him walking down the street all of you know who he is. He was big in the 80s. I was never a fan. Uh, he, like, uh, this, uh, the song he's most known for is interesting because it's about kind of a transformation in a sense of a word. It's about an animal that transforms. He is not, his name... It's, it doesn't have a man in his name, but it's got a different word. Boy for George, it. yes.
4: Oh, when I was thinking Robbie Williams the whole time, <laughs> I get, I get it because you know you're, you're
3: the Rolodex inside of your mind. It goes, blip, 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 blip.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It
3: was actually all Robbie
4: Williams the whole wow.
2: time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nope, still Robbie Williams, and even even that part here, where when I was like, he's definitely not Robbie Williams, like, and you still thought Robbie <laughs> Williams even did that part of and the. And I'm blight. like,
3: there's only one answer to this. <laughs> it's Still, it has, even though he said it's not him, it's
4: gotta it's be gotta it. Be, I know it. be. I still it. award a point.
2: Is that your <laughs> final answer, Jackie?
4: Yeah, Boy George.
2: Yeah, it is Boy George. That was just my attempt at another shoe hoarding oh, another catchphrase.
3: You all the weakest
2: thing. <laughs> he also, uh, by the way, the, I think I included this blind mainly because I think this is interesting. There is a forthcoming biopic. It is called Karma Chameleon. Uh and he's hoping that it will tell his true story and everything about it. I know he's I Throw
3: it out there. Man. I really don't know that much about Boy George.
2: He's kind of like the Robert Downey Jr. of, uh, except for without the comeback Iron Man phase of the music scene, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he was just like this drug addict. Just wreck, yeah. Uh, You know, he got really hugely popular, and then just has a lot of skeletons in his closet. So I think it can make for a really interesting. Do you know a little bit more about Boy George, Carolina?
4: I just all I remember is just the the fun gender bending outfits and like the the stickers and everything because it felt like such a fun positive thing about being like different and having fun with it and going with it. I just didn't realize how different and how far it would go. Yeah, Uh, but that would be a fun a biopic or even so. like a series maybe oh, yeah. or something like that. Make it like a, a British thing. Hopefully if That'd it's be honest because really cool.
2: I know like I've even seen blinds about him being a real piece of shit. <laughs> so I just hope they, they it's it's honestly handled Um, even, because I, I think it's okay, especially it's not okay, but like a lot of this being a piece of shit is coming from a place of deep, horrible addiction. Oh, so like I'm course. willing to give people, you know, uh, the benefit of the doubt, if it was in the, especially if it was in the throes of like just horrific uh, heroin addiction, I think was like his main thing. I just, for me, I didn't really pay much attention because I think Karma Chameleon and Culture Club, like the sound was like the antithesis of my personal enjoyment when it comes to music. Like, (laughs) and I think I can go back and enjoy 80s music a lot more now than I did before. But it was just so like not. It was just because it, it was the thing that happened right before my music, right? My current music of like grunge and hip hop and stuff, right? It was was that kind of '80s stuff. So I I think you're kind of born to loathe it in that case, usually. Yeah. Unless you're different. Unless you're interesting. Unless you're not like yeah, the but other you're
4: girls. like learning. I was more totally now. not like the other girls <laughs> when I was a kid. I even wrote it on my notebook and everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. I, I I go to the skate parks. I can't skate, but I just go to them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was so cutting edge at, at the the what, I was eleven, twelve at that time. You
2: were one of the cool moms. Oh, yeah. I was
4: so cool. So cool. <laughs>
2: You still are, uh,
4: Carolina. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Yeah, Thank you.
2: By far the coolest person on this Zoom call right now. Oh yes.
4: Oh well, I'm. I'm just. I'm barely leading ahead with three points. So <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll we'll find out.
2: Hey. Wow. That's just. Uh, yeah. From what's uh, still winning. I'm yeah, still yeah. winning. <laughs> Uh, all right, I loved this blind The for the final blind of the day. This illiterate boy band would get hammered drunk and have nights where they agree to use everything but toilets to relieve themselves. Hotel rooms, dressing rooms, buses, inside restaurants. It was bad.
4: Backstreet Boys?
2: Yes. <gasps> Nick Carter, they is that pitchers? your final
4: answer? I'm I'm (laughs) going to say it was a Backstreet Boy.
2: Yeah, it was definitely Backstreet Boys. Okay. Uh, Nick Carter says, I'll tell you this. There is some shit that AJ McLean and I both did that I'm really glad that social media wasn't around for because Justin Bieber couldn't hold a candle to what we did. McLean said we would have been in like TMZ's saving grace, bro. Just anything from me being drunk or irate at a club or me walking naked down the hallway in a hotel for no apparent reason. I love that they're open about it. That is so funny but it is also so, I just loved how absurd this blind was that like that was their thing. They'd be like, they get really drunk and they just piss everywhere.
4: Very oh, they're those people who are like we're so wild yeah. we have to tell we're not going to show you we're going to tell you we are we are wild. crazy we were uh, oh uh. like rock star shit it's like yeah man you walk naked in a hallway who yeah, hasn't just- done that actually that happened to me not that long ago when you because th- unfortunately when you're half asleep and you're a little bit tipsy the the door to get out to uh, the hallway you know from the hotel room is right next to the door of the bathroom where i really wanted to go and then next thing you know you're out there in your underwear in the hallway and you're asking the 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 people in the front you know area the reception desk to please let you in and you're not wearing any clothes no! I was we- underwear well, and tank top sleeveless well, so, gotta be so sleeveless. that kind of let me yeah. in that, that got me in. And then they believed me. Yeah. And they had to ask Marcus if I was allowed in that. They had to actually formally like ask him if it was okay for me to come in. And I'm like, I got locked out of the hotel room because your <laughs> bathrooms are too close to the to the entrance. Oh, my Anyways, God. That's horrifying, Carolina. This is my. Um, yes, this is my letter to, to the Holiday Inn there in the Massachusetts.
3: <laughs>
4: Make it more apparent that that's where we piss, Holiday Inn. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's not the Backstreet Boys fault after all. It's whoever designed the the hundred Holiday Inns that look exactly alike from each other. (laughs) Well, you know, I did put in
3: um, the word pussy into the slogan generator. And so maybe Holiday Inns new slogan should be, it's the pussy fizz that does the biz. <laughs> That's my new slogan I'll so. believe it once they fix it. Dad, oh, oh, they will. Oh, yeah.
2: We're going to be fizzing all You're over so the place. You're so
3: money, Jackie.
2: You're so money.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I am so money. I get it. I know that that was a catchphrase and you weren't saying that I was actual money.
2: Laugh is lock like a box of chocolate. Oh, <laughs> I know what I'm going <laughs> to get. You know what, you I know what I get. I'm gonna get. We're going to get the end of the show. That's what we're going to get. <laughs> Oh, because you can't handle the truth. Oh! Here's
4: Johnny. Oh! He's
3: back. Holden's back. Don't give him any more points, Carolyn. <laughs> Two no.
2: points. He can't. But what he can
3: do is, does
2: he see again? I can see again, and I am here to say we win. Everybody wins, okay? Because Bolt. Chips Bolt. Wow. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reading them off as I see them. Frankly, my is dear, don't give a damn. What are you doing? I don't think I any of you have any world! idea. <laughs> thank you
3: guys so much for joining us today <laughs> and you can send us emails at page7podcast at gmail.com and send them to some to so can over on their instagram at mjklcat um and i miss them so much and i'm so excited that carolina Thank you so much for being here with us today. Now, Carolina and I do a Twitch show together called Gloss. Yes! Gorgeous Ladies is streaming every other Sunday over on the Holdenators Ho
4: Twitch channel. But would you like to please plug anything for us? Where can we find you, Carolina? Carolina Danger Her Dog on Instagram. That's usually the thing I go to. Sometimes I go to Twitter, sometimes. So, I, yeah, check everything out there. And the No Dogs in Space. We're on hiatus for a little bit. You're going to enjoy our summer. And uh, Professional Friends. It's a really fun chat show I have with Anna, Calvin, and John. They're my best friends forever. And and we, we talk, we overshare, all that business. So, yes. And thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for being such a, like, You know, such a nice loser of this game that I made up (laughs) in my head that Jackie wins. I came in second and hold in third. And that's usually the best way to finish anything is by a nice competition between friends. Hell yeah.
2: Hell yeah. Damn straight. Absolutely. And Holden. Here's Holden. (laughs) If you want to catch me on Twitch, you're going to need a bigger boat because I love the smell of napalm in the morning and you can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Holden Itters Ho. But where we're going, we don't need roads, okay? So I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Check out patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast because here's looking at you, kid, and we want to look at you more and we'll look at you more by uh, having you come out to that. And uh, you're talking to me? (laughs) <laughs> Jackie, you talking to me? No. Also catch me on twitch.tv forward slash holdknittersho and take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape, because I'm streaming Monday, Tuesday, wow. and Friday night. So go ahead, make my day, come out and check out our streams there. I think he that's wins. That's it,
4: that's a KO. The st- there you go. <laughs> Finally, the boxing match you wanted. <laughs> wow, I am, I am not on my ass (laughs) and I
3: hope that you are as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you again, Carolina. We love you. Bye, guys! Bye, everybody! Have a good one.
2: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.